Amy was trembling inside. She didn't know if it showed. In handcuffs, she sat in a straight back chair next to a metal desk. The security guard who'd put her in this little room said he'd be right back. He was not a nice man, shoving her and squeezing her arm as they walked through the store. She was sure she had bruises. And he scolded her like a child, though he wasn't more than a few years older than she was. Where were Sandy and Chloe? Hopefully they'd made it out of the store okay. It wasn't concern for their welfare, but her own. They weren't really friends. Amy was certain if either of them had gotten caught, they'd make the whole thing out to be her idea. She heard footsteps. The door opened. Two men entered. The original security guard and another guy dressed in street clothes. He spoke first. That was a pretty stupid thing you did out there. He stepped closer. My name's Alec. I'm in charge of security at the store. The police are on their way. It'll go better for you if you cooperate. Amy held up her handcuffs. If you're not the police, what gives you the right to put these on me? Am I under arrest? We can't arrest you, he said. But we can detain you until they get here. And we can use whatever means we feel is necessary to keep you from escaping custody. Don't you have some papers for me to fill out? It'll be hard to do that with these on. Alec leaned against the desk. The uniformed guard remained standing near the doorway. So you've done this before, Alec said. You know the routine. No, my friend told me what happens when people get caught shoplifting. Amy was lying. She had gotten caught in another store last year. They had her sign some papers and agree to pay a fine and restitution. The police got involved, but she got off with community service. That's good. So you're willing to admit you were shoplifting. That's a start anyway. Well, it wouldn't do any good to deny it. I had the ring in my pocket. That's right, you did. And we've got more evidence than that. Why don't you show her? The other guard said. I've got the video queued up. Good idea, Alex said. He looked at Amy. Stand up. She did. Where are you taking me? Not far, just to another security room. They led her out of that room down a cement hallway to another room, with several flat-screen TV monitors hanging on the wall. Each showed a different section of the store. The uniformed guard sat in front of a keyboard. Amy instantly recognized the picture paused on the screen above it. It showed a perfect angle of the entire jewelry area. Sandy was standing in front of a glass case with the sales clerk, the ring, resting on the blue satin square. You couldn't really see Sandy's face. I was in here, watching you and your friends the whole time, the guard said. And I was watching you from just a few aisles away, Alex said. Amy tensed up. She should have listened to her gut and turned Sandy down. Go ahead and play it. Alex said. The guard pressed a button, and Amy watched the whole thing unfold. Near the top of the screen, she saw an arm push a silver teapot off the shelf. Sandy and the clerk jumped at the noise, but you couldn't see Chloe's face, just her arm. The clerk turned toward the noise, said something to Sandy, then walked over and bent down near the fallen merchandise. Sandy put the ring behind her back and held it out, palm up. 
Freeze that, Alex said. He pointed to the picture on the screen. Clearly, you were working as a team. My guess is the girl that knocked that teapot over was part of it, too. Who are they? So they had escaped. Amy didn't answer. You know who they are, he said. Why should you take all the blame for this? Still, Amy didn't answer. Suit yourself. Keep going. The video continued. From the other side of the screen, Amy watched herself come down the aisle in front of the jewelry counter, right behind Sandy. She took the ring and put it into her pocket. She noticed now how much she had picked up her pace. Once she had pocketed the ring, she turned left down the main aisle.